listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Motherfuckers can't rhyme no more by crime no more to I'm no more cause I'm so raw my flow exposed holes that they find in yours was it for me niggas still be dying for whores but I hate when a nigga sit back admiring yours hey welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen and we're back in the house for another episode a very special episode yeah uh, we have a guest that uh, personally I've always wanted to get on the show yes we have for a very long time yeah and uh, kind of you know for the people that listen to the morning jones they already are very familiar with uh my man mike in chicago say what's up to everybody mike what's going on ladies and gentlemen what's the word (laughs) (laughs) nothing much man um now uh mike's uh, website is djmikehitman.com for the people that don't know um Hey, tell them about your website, man. Like, what what exactly is all on there? I, I mean, I've been there before, but, you know, if you want to just describe it yourself, that's cool. It's mostly about all the um, stepping music, house music, sort of uh, R&B, hip-hop. You know, we try to do it all. We try to entertain everybody with a little bit of everything. And I got my man Larry Linklin on the site, too, ladies and gentlemen. Check him out, too. Now, I saw on the site um, that, that, that you were promoting Larry Linklin. As as the featured artist. Now, are you uh gonna hook him up? He's coming to Chicago. Is he gonna, you gonna hook him up so he can perform? Yes, we doing we doing a big show in Chicago, and he gonna do a show for Walmart. And also, me and Larry worked out a deal. I'm on his uh, label records. I'm redoing his whole remix of his album. It's coming out for the Black History Month. Dang, y'all doing Ooh, big things. I know, right? I hear you, Mike. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, man. Now, I also saw you had a whole lot of pictures up there, man. There was some ladies in the pictures, man. It looks like the club is off the hook. Is that the 939 club that those pictures are taking yep. up? That is the 939. We promote the 939, one of the hottest clubs in Chicago. If you're in Chicago, if you're a guest, come on down. I'll surely, you'll surely have a good time, and I'll you be my guest. Now, Mike is a man of his word, man. He yes, said he's going to do the show, and he's here to do the show. And, you know, Mike has had... 
some outlandish tales on the Morning Jones. And every time I'm always amazed. But I tell you this much, I always believe them. I do too. <laughs> Mike always tell the truth. <laughs> and it's all true. Especially the dice game. They really don't laugh about that, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, for those that not that's not familiar with the dice game, uh, that's that's where you went to play dice, and they and they got you for your money. Let me explain it to you, man. Here you go. Go shoot dice. You know how on a fly yellow canary suit, man. Go shoot a little dice in the back of an alley. We was right there on Cermak Road. All of a sudden, we go and shoot dice. I was winning. You know, I'm just taking everybody white house. And all of a sudden, I at least, I, I think I had like 1,500 in my hand. I'm still falling. I'm still falling. All of a sudden, I feel right uppercut hit me. I noticed I was hit, but you know how you know you was hit? You didn't realize you was hit? I was knocked out, Jack. <laughs> I ain't had no money. Everybody was gone for the scene. All I remember, I was laying under the gun and water was dripping all over me. Wow. Man, you were, so did you go down there by yourself, man? You had nobody had your back? Man, I did have somebody back with me. I had three guys, but I don't know what happened to them. I never saw them no more. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a grandpa. laughs> now, I don't think, if somebody, if I get knocked out and you my friend, and I wake up and I'm by myself. I don't better think, not see you. Yeah, either. I don't think we could be friends no more, no. man. Like I said, I ain't saw him no more. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, let me go ahead and uh, you know do some a little bit of business. Of course, the official uh, weapon of the podcast is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And you can find our podcast by searching for the Black Guy Who Tips on iTunes, Facebook, or Podomatic. You can go to our website, theblackguywhotips.com. You can listen to it there in the streaming section. You can sign up for our forums there. Just click on the forums button at the top of the screen. But you can always donate to the show. Um, look in the right-hand column. There's a donate button. We appreciate everybody that helps us out and helps us spread the word for the show. Uh, you can email the show, theblackguywhotips at gmail.com. And you can always call us, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail, and we do those uh, listener response shows on Saturday. Yes. And today's show is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Uh Shadow Dog Productions is a is a website, it well a company that does audio plays. Yes. You know, kinda like what you used to hear back in the nineteen twenties and stuff on the radio. Yes. But more updated than that, of course. Yes. It doesn't sound like the old radio talk. Um and today's radio play that they want us to promote for uh you know today's episode is a play called Alone. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice romantic story just in time for Valentine's Day. Cool. A man wakes up in a car to discover his wife is driving him into the woods to murder him. Dang. That's <laughs> 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 right. So Tell us more. You know how Mike woke up and everybody was gone? He woke up and she was just there. Wow. And she was going to kill his ass. Um, <laughs> the study of the soulless hypocrisy of marriage is the perfect Valentine's Day gift. For mature audiences, and it's 38 minutes long, and it's $2.99. So, you know, go to ShadowDogProductions.com, check them out. Um, I have a sample that I'm going to put on the website tonight where you can hear a couple of minutes of the audio play, and I listened to it already, and it is off the chain. Yeah, they do very, very high-quality stuff, and for those of you um, that don't know, they're really, really good, and they're um, you will not be disappointed in their product. Yeah, we actually uh, started the show yesterday. 
And we'll probably start it again today with a clip that they did for our show. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm really appreciative of them. So, yeah, definitely uh, check them out. Now, let's get into the fucking podcast. Yes. Um. <laughs> Now, Mike, man, I've always wondered this about you. I don't think I, I don't know if anybody ever asked Thank you or if you ever told anybody, but how did you come to meet all these pimps? Oh, let me tell you, my uncle, Bishop Dalmatcher One, he is my original uncle, ladies and gentlemen, and he does his pimp. Remember, he's the pimp. I'm just a follower. I'm not a pimp. I don't, I don't participate in all that, but... The things that I do, you might as well say I be doing things like your pimp would do, but I do it the right way, the honest way. But my okay. uncle is a pimp, so you can check him out too, Bishop Dalmatchewan. And if you want to meet him, come on down to the 939 Club. I'll let you take a picture with him. You can meet all the pimps. I ain't talking about just him. You can see Ice T. You can see my man Good Gang, Lucky Strike, Donnell, and you can host with me. It ain't, all, it ain't no secrets, ladies and gentlemen. They all on my website. We all smiling, but I'm the only one not to go teeth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so um, is Spanish Fly uh, is he a pimp too, or he's just a dude you know? Oh, Spanish Fly is one of the old time biggest pimps on the west side of Chicago. Hey man, I just I love the nicknames. Like I can't pimp. Yeah. I mean, I'm a square. I I don't have no pimping about me. But I just love the the fact that you get a nickname when you start pimping, man. Like I want to be, you know, Iceberg Slim or something like that. But I don't I don't have no type of G about me to get that. But I just love those nicknames, man. I know they're the coolest ever. Yeah, we uh we watched American Pimp today to prepare for today's show. Yes, we did. And we, and we I was watching it and I was just like, man, that's gotta be cool to be able to introduce yourself. Like, hey, my name is Charm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, did, now, did you just do the the music at the club for the for these cats and like, you know, the DJ and thing? How'd you get into that? I've been uh, I, since 1979. I did I did, did a, a, a player thing. My uncle said, "Man, you got talent. You can play music." So I started playing music since 1979 for these cats. And remember, I was a young cat. I was only 17 years old, man, doing this thing. So I got introduced to all this old time of music, which my mom had a bill and a garbage can I just took out, but she didn't know. So I just started playing music for them, started doing shows with them. Remember, 17 years old, I was in the club playing music. So I got to start doing music. I got hooked up with more, got older, older, started playing more music. If you go to the website, I did the Bishop whole music for, for the 2010 player ball we had in California. Oh man! Wow! Now you go to all the player balls? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I don't miss a player ball every year. And, and what and what are they like? I mean, I, I mean, I just want to know, like, what 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 is it like? What's the environment? Is it excitement in the air? I'm gonna tell you like it was what kind of environment it is. It's like a swinger party. Everything goes down, Jack. Everything happens. What goes in stays in. <laughs> hey, now, now I always have wondered, man, what is it about pimps and rhyming? Like, like they is now. I, I don't. Not that I'm not entertained by it, because I believe if you make something rhyme, then it that makes it true. But what is it about you know the way they talk with these rhymes, man? Because it was like everything they were saying, well, it was just so smooth. Yeah, it was. Yeah, see the rhyming part. When you rhyme and you get everything in perfection and, and correct, people understand the game. 
But when you don't rhyme, it don't sound like people don't understand. But, you know, back in the day, they had this, when the police like looking for you, he said, pig line is line. You know, it's like time to go. Look the feeling the sheep. That means you're home. It's like it's a cold. And everything you say got to have a rhyme to it. And all the fellas know what the rhyme means. If you don't know, you confused, you'll be confused. But we talking rhyme all the time. We know the game. And rhyme is the most important thing when they come to, to the pimp and they knowledge. It's a street knowledge. Not an education knowledge, a street knowledge. Now, what what made you decide not to be a pimp, man? Because if you roll with all these dudes, you never thought about doing it. Like, man, let me go ahead and try my hands at this. I had a job at one point. I used to work, I used to deliver, uh, deliver mail. So once my father had investment in all these buildings, I said, forget this shit, Jack. I'm retired. I don't need this crap. <laughs> I took my I took my knowledge and put it in investing into something else. Yeah, I could have did that stuff, but I didn't see the use of it. I just got this just a mother day guy. But the only okay. thing they got more than me, they go out and they support the game. All these cats got their videos out. They got their books out. They got, you know, they got their own champagne glasses. If you look on every video and you look at every rapper, you see these all these glasses with these diamonds. And the girl makes this Ellie Mae in Chicago. She does all that stuff for them. Mm. Wow. Dang, man. That's, see, I, I, I tried. I wanted to be a pimp, man, but I don't have it in me, man. I tried to get Karen out there to get this money, and she wouldn't do it, Mike. I, no. I, I, just, I guess I ain't cold enough. The pimp is in you. All you got to do is do it. Tell him to do it. Like, I got a woman in this car right now. If I say go do it, you got to go do it, baby. There's nothing to it but to do it. Because we got to eat. And it's only one way we can eat. You got the fluid, let's do it. <laughs> so, so you think I should? You think I can make a quit a job and everything, man? Cause I don't know if I, if I, like, I'm not really into pimping. I think I'm more into simping more than pimping. Hey, like I, I'm, I don't want to be either, but I'm closer to simp than pimp. Let me tell you something. In the, when you get married, the first thing you say, the woman should follow the man. The man is the head of the shelter. So you, the man. And she's following you, she should do what you tell her to do. It's point break. It's in the Bible. But they're not that. That's true, man. I'll tell you. Well, Karen, it looks like you're going to have to get on the corner tomorrow. I got to. <laughs> Actually, uh. Like, like the death do a cross. That's how I go. I'm telling you. Like, I got this young lady in the car. She says Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day for you. But you're supposed to take me out. I'll do the driving. You take me out because that's how I work. You're supposed to love me. Well, you just came back. My, if I love myself, you got to love me more. So take me out. What do you think I will love? <laughs> now we just we just came from the grocery store. And everybody was in there buying Valentine's Day gifts. Yes, they was. I looked at everybody in Walmart. I looked at everybody in Walgreens. They are suckers. And you buy all that shit, and a woman don't love you the day of tomorrow. And then what you gonna do? Cause I'm with some woman. Right now, I don't know who she might be a Muslim bastard stuff with, but look what she with now. Y'all heard of what she with me. She might have a man, or she might have a husband. Who give a damn? <laughs> and he is with a woman, y'all. Just in case the pot gets cut off, he is with one. <laughs> yes, now, now, I, 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 go ahead. Let me hear you uh, what you got to say. Go ahead. 
I was gonna say, I, sometimes I think I have a little bit of pep in my brain because, like, whenever I see a fine woman walking down the street, I do think, like, it's no reason that she should be walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got what she need to go out there and get some money if she really need to, but she just don't. Listen, man. Check this out. Every time I see a fine woman, I see a dollar sign over, over above her head. <laughs> She got the picture of something. Right, That's you can put it out there on the track. She can get out there on the track and she can get that money. You know what I'm saying? It's never, it's no woman in the world. They said as long as what uh, gets between your legs gets pursed, I mean, gets wet, then your purse should never get dry. That's what, that's what they say. That's why I always look for the woman who got benefits. Because it never helps. I look for a woman who might work at Walmart. I might need a flash screen TV. I look at a woman who might work at Neiman Not Market. I might need a coat. Shit, the other day, I need a shovel. I thought the girl working at the Dale Hardware store gave me a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> All this damn snow we had in Chicago, you, you, you go and look for women who work there, fella. And they work at the Vienna. They work everywhere. I don't turn down no woman as long as she working. That's a good idea, man. That, like, yeah. if you, like, if you want to, man, that's how you can get... A lot of free stuff and yes, a lot of access. Hey, That's smart. My thing is, everything I get is free. I ain't paying for shit, fellas. Listen to me. I'm going to give you one good advice. Women, they want you to entertain them. I'm entertaining them. But at the end, you got to give me what I want. You see that? So, so, so like, when it comes to these women, man, because a lot of these squares out here don't understand, you know, uh, what do hoes need a pimp like why don't you, they just do it themselves because they're scared they need protection they need somebody who's going to tell them they look good your hair is right let me fix you up they need somebody like me or other guy you know a woman needs somebody to tell them they I love you and you could be you doing good see when they don't get that they need protection if you can't protect them they ain't gonna do it they can't do it by themselves they're scared they might get robbed right they need somebody like, to teach them the game. Right, a kid like me, I'll be telling her, I, I can get you security. I can help you out. Like my main man, good day. He'll tell you right now, anybody mess with his home, you're a dead man. He don't play that. I'm telling you, fellas, it's all about knowledge. There's two types of knowledge. You got the, you got, you got the college knowledge that might work for you, because some of you moms go to college and even got a job. Then you got street knowledge, what I got. And it worked down good for me. Yeah, I hear it, man. I've seen the pictures and stuff, man. You living big. You doing it good. And as you remember, I ain't working. I ain't working right, hard. That's the dream right there. Now, uh, what's the difference between, like, a square like me and my love and the love that pimps have, you know what I'm saying? Like, are pimps even really in love with these hoes, or do they just love the oh, money? Oh, you just put the curse word. We they never love no woman. How could you love a woman? How could you love them when you got many of them? You can't love them. You can only care for them. You never fall in love. You never fall in love with none of them. As mm. matter of fact, you never remember all their damn names. You give them nicknames like I do. <laughs> like January, February, March, and what you doing in April? That's how I go about Jack. <laughs> if I ain't got, if I, I, I 
I used up all the months. You, you New York, you Boston, you San Diego, whatever. I used all 50 states. So do these, like, do the tricks fall in love with the, with the hoes, dude? Man, they, listen, they, listen, they fall in love, but they know the rule. It's all, it's all about knowledge, man. The, the women fall in love with the guys, but the guys, they gonna never fall in love with them. They know this. They know the rule. And for you enter the door, they tell you what you gotta do, what you cannot do. You ain't, you ain't in love, you can't fall in love, but they fall in love. But I'm gonna tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the truth. Let one of them ass act up. Cause if they got a stick called a cane, they will hit your ass with it. Trust me. Hmm. It ain't so you're talking to do a trick now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I've noticed that uh, you know the like like the pimps always say you know once they get a woman or whatever. Sometimes the women the the the, the hoes recruit other hoes. Is, yeah, now is true. that how it works? Yeah, that's okay. true. See, let me see. I'm glad you brought that up. Every pimp got one main woman, and the main woman. Always go out and recruit other women. And I'm going to be honest with you. They could be straight. They could be dice. They could be whatever. As long as they bring in money, it doesn't matter. It's women with women. Women with men. It's like a party. They don't care. And the women, they go out. Let me tell you something. The women, they go out there. And the men, they go out there. They go out there. The fire department, the lawyer, the doctor. You know? Those are the type of men want to have a good time because they got a wife at home. They want to, if the wife don't do it, somebody else going to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I tell fellas, what your woman will do, I got somebody who will do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I tried, you know, when I was trying to, you know, do this pimping and stuff, I was like, Karen, I want you to be my bottom woman. And she wouldn't recruit no hoes, man. It was terrible. We couldn't get no hoes in here. <laughs> I wasn't getting no money, you know what I'm saying? I'm bad at it, I'm sorry. I'm terrible. <laughs> I was I, I I didn't want to beat her and stuff, you know, I don't want to comb my hair back or whatever they call it. So I, I just had to you know, I had to give it up and go straight and just get a job, man. Listen, you ain't have to beat her. All you have to do is talk to her. Say, baby, listen. Daddy need this, you need this. Let's get some of your friends. And you know your friends wanna go along with you. They want they wanna do it, they want nice things too. You tell a woman you want nice things, get out and get that shit. Ain't nobody gonna get it to you. You go get it. Alright, cool. I'm gonna start right now a list of my Twitter followers and see if we can get some of them. And then you know, Karen, you can hit reach out to them and we can see if we can get some of these ladies on board. Is that gonna work for you? Hit the hit the beat. Yeah, get you know, hit get the hit the track, you know what I'm saying? Hey Mike, what's the best tracks in America, man? You know, you ever like you know that? Like what what's the best places to uh you know, for these tricks to be able to get on these bitches and get some money? If they wanted the best track they could get on, come to me. <laughs> I got a track that I call a freaky motherfucker. Come to me. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I got a lady, if you ever meet me after, let me, after, uh, let me roll up my sleeve, I got something I'll show you what it means, on my sleeve, when I roll it up, it says, a little pussy won't hurt anyone, help me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have found just through being married, and you know, once you put on that ring, nothing attracts women like having a woman already. 
So I imagine that pimping is the same. Like yeah. once they see you have a stable of hoes, other hoes want to be with that pimp instead yeah. of whoever they with right now. That's true. So I, I, I believe that, man. Yes, now, sir. Um, I want what a, a gallon of them. I mean, I want what like 15, 20 of them. Because I, I like to be seen, and I don't just cut one act up. You take your ass home, I got another one right here to take your place. <laughs> now, what do you think about these, like, some pimps now, you know, it's, it's, 2000, it's 2011, and you know, some of these pimps out here messing up the game. What'd you say again? Say it again. All right. It's, it's 2011, some of these pimps out here messing up the game. What do you think about pimps that start splitting the money with the bitches? Like, they say, I'm going to give, you know, 50% to you, and then I'm going to keep 50%. Uh, Aren't real pimps supposed to take it all? They take it all. Those are sunk. Those are new 2010 shit, guys. You get the 79 guys, they don't do that bullshit. There's none of that bullshit. They ain't never heard of that stuff. That's all. That's wrong. I ain't never heard of that. Oh, okay. That's what's up, man. Now... The, uh, is, are there any Muslim pimps? Because I notice that pimps all the time, they say church. But I never heard the pimps say mob. Yeah, there's a lot of Muslim guys like that, man. But I don't, I don't know where they come from because you look at um, uh, let's see, the minister of North Carolina, uh, let's see, Elijah Muhammad, how many did he have? She, you remember, he was in Malcolm X. He had like about 25 of them. He didn't give a damn. <laughs> now, I also, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like the, uh, the minister of self He was sharing and he was putting blessing all over them. I ain't mad at him. And look how old his ass is. He didn't even have a bag with back there, y'all. That's a good man. <laughs> now I, I've heard that uh, I, I've heard on the uh, American Pimp today they were saying that every woman has thought about hoeing at least once in her life. Now, uh, Karen, have you ever thought about hoeing? No, no, not even once in your life. Karen, every Karen. woman lied. I'm gonna tell you what they did like. <laughs> I'm gonna break it down. I hear that shit all the time. If every woman said they don't want to try a pimp, but why y'all want to dress up like a whole, I mean, on Halloween? <laughs> every woman dress up like a skate on Halloween. Yeah, this was in your closet. You have to go buy that shit. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, another thing they said was that pimps are born. No one wakes up and just decides to be a pimp one day. Is, is that true? Uh, I wouldn't know about they were born, but it might be true. If they, it all depends what kind of knowledge they got. See, I must. I, I'm not a pimp, so I, I couldn't know how. How did you stab that shit? All I know, I was blessed to get women. So if I was blessed to get woman, I must was born with that shit. I thank my mama and my daddy. Cool. I have a question for you, Mike. How does the economy affect this pimping? It don't affect us at all. As long as we got internet, as long as we got, uh, you got internet, you got DVDs, you always can sell stuff. People always want to buy shit. Right. You know, it, it, I don't, I, you, listen, 
You got the flash woman, and this economy, people say they broke. <clears throat> they say they broke. There's nobody never broke. Only people be saying they broke is the ones that live on the street. But the ones that work always find shit. I can walk right now with this young lady. If I want to put out, if I was a pimp, baby, you want to make some money? Look at that security guard right there. We have to show. If I tell her to go get that security guard, that security guard drop everything, and we can stick up that old motherfucking joint right now. Because you know why? Because he's looking at her. Right. He's looking at her. And he's, and all I got to do is tell her, show a little bit of breath. Show a little bit of leg. He probably let us in the show free. All you got to mm. do, and what I do, tell your brother. They don't know the shit. Right. That's how you do things, man. You, you get, you, the economy don't affect no pepper game. Yeah, they say when cotton and corn won't sell, coochie always will. That's right. That's right. And there's a lot of it in Chicago. See, I don't know where y'all at, man. Y'all in North Carolina, right? Yeah, we're yeah, in Charlotte, North Charlotte, Carolina. North Carolina, down I, south. I'm south down. I got a cousin live down there. Dude, I'm coming down there and I'm going to pull up that goddamn town. I'm coming down there to get a guy woman named Sean. And I told that <laughs> punk, I told that punk on the air, I'm coming to get his woman. And he think I'm joking. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her. I'm going to make her say my name three times. <laughs> man, Sean was talking crazy on the show, man. I don't know what kind of phone that sucker got. But he was talking all loud, trying to overtalk everybody, man. He just didn't want to hear nothing you was trying to say. Because you know why? I bet he the type of guy got them damn tight ass dreadlocks in his head, don't ain't, ain't working his man. But I, I made a promise, and I keep my promise. I'm coming down there to prove to him I ain't no punk, I ain't no sucker, I ain't no gump. And I said, I'm gonna get your woman, I'm gonna get your woman. There's nothing you can do. You think a sucker like Sean even got a woman? He ain't got nothing. He bad stuff. He bad stuff. I can tell you how he talking. He bad stuff. He ain't got no woman. If he do got a woman, she got to be old and dumb to be around with him because he too damn loud. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you uh do you like any of these movies that's about pimping? I know they're not all accurate and they're not, uh, you know necessarily 100% true, but do you like, you know, like the Mac or Willie Dynamite or, you know, any of that stuff? Of course! I like the Mac and Willie Dynamite, of course! <coughs> I like all that good shit! And nothing wrong with those movies. Those movies got help somebody. Somebody who might be spoke-hate get a woman. The step they came up. You better watch that shit. Those are real, live, true stuff. Well, I, th- I, I thought of an idea. Uh, what about a pimp training video that you could get that you could like you know how McDonald's when you get hired at McDonald's they show you like a 30 minute training video of how to how to you know how to how to work at McDonald's why not get a pimp like a whole training video where you just show her the video and how to deal with different situations out there on the track www.whitefo how to become a whole go to his website okay White folks, how to become a whole eye. We got a video. How to become one. WW White Flow. Check him out, ladies and gentlemen. He ain't no joke. Now, now, specifically because Valentine's Day is coming up tomorrow, 
And a lot of simps listen to, you know, they listen to this show. So, I try to, I'm trying to yeah. save them from and, being simps. And they from all over the world, Mike. So this is going to China. This is going to Saudi Arabia. So yeah, it's people all over the world listening to you, man. Oh, so, China. Oh, shit. None of them come aside. Oh, shit. Let me go. Give me some pasta anytime. I got a Chinese girl. She cold as hell, boy. Ha, <laughs> ha, Now... Have you ever seen a hoe get saved from the game? Is it even possible? Have I ever saw a hoe get saved from the game? Yeah. Like, no, has no, any... Not really. I never saw a hoe get saved from the game. No, can't say that. I saw them yeah. die out of the game, but I never saw them saved. You know, wow, that's crazy. And, and Mike, I have a question. Um... We do a lot of Netflix, like where you actually watch movies and things like that. And I'm very disappointed. I was trying to do, I remember you said you was in Pimps Up, Holes Down. And we wanted to see that today, but it wasn't streaming on Netflix. You can't get that shit. Now you got to call me. I'll get you the shit. I'll get you Pimps Up, Holes Down. I'll get you all the freak mix that I've been in. I've been in every goddamn freak mix that I is a shame. Mm. Don't get mad because this is how I work in Chicago. 
If you want to, come down to the 939 uh, club. I'll teach you some of this knowledge. Put me in these suckers buying these $4,000 rings, and these damn hoes don't even love you. Mm -hmm. That's make me mad. Now you have, now you've never been mad, but you have had a run in with, with a crazy chick before though, right? Let's stand your fucking Johnson. Talk about you put my head to the white. I jumped out the second floor window to get away from my ass, man. Broke my damn leg for two months. Dang. Wow. Man, now did you know she was crazy or did you, it just came out of nowhere, Mike? I didn't know she was crazy, but I know she was fine. <laughs> Do you have a seal still? Hell yeah! If you look on, look, look on my website. DJMikeHitman.com. Go all the way down. She on my new year. She took a picture with for, for New Year. She the one bought me that nice fur coat, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know what Neva Mark is here. Just because she crazy don't mean she can't buy me nothing. Was <laughs> <laughs> she the one in the white? Go all the way down at the Father's Day, New Year 2011. That's okay. Lysandra Johnson. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. That's... Man, I can't, so you still kicking with crazy, man. You ain't worried about her trying to do nothing to you? Cause she, I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, Mike, man. You, oh, shit, man. You off the chain, man. Um, Alright, man. Let me do some of my random thoughts, man. Because uh, we, we interviewed Mike, man. I, I had a good time. And hopefully uh, people learned a lot about Mike and about this game and whatnot. Um, I was thinking about, you know, you remember Curious George? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, like, it was called Curious George, and then he was hanging out with this white dude that was the man in the yellow hat or something like that. Yes, sir. Shouldn't it have been Curious Man in the Yellow Hat? Because the fuck was that dude doing hanging out with a monkey? I don't know, but I don't know. Ah, I don't ah. know why. And, and the damn monkey was black as hell, too. <laughs> I know the fuck like that out, but he did have a pimp with yellow hat. That was all I knew. Yeah, I, yeah, I wonder if he was a pimp. He was something, I don't know. But uh, he was something, I don't know about him, man. Because I ain't no fuck <laughs> with no woman. Right. I thought I thought he was gay, man, because he was a, a, a white dude in a yellow suit that only hung out with a monkey. Yeah, that's it. He probably had the monkey temper for him. I don't know. I just need to see that shit. I never can figure it out. Somebody should have looked into that motherfucker is what I'm saying. Um, How y'all doing, ladies? Y'all let the show join yourself? Come on in. I'm going to make sure I buy y'all the popcorn. <laughs> what show you at, Mike? Uh, what show I'm at? Uh, what is this called? Show Palace. My man, thanks a lot. Show Place, Show Palace. I'm at you. Thank you. Have a, have a good one. I'm at show place. I'm going to go up in here and watch a movie, Rob. I don't know what I'm going to watch. <laughs> hey, man, you don't supposed to beat the woman up like that. You're supposed to hold the woman, make love to a woman. You beat up like you wrestling a goddamn woman. Let me show you how you do that shit, Jack. What's your name? Yeah. Don't be wrestling a woman. You know, she can, she can get you good money. You hold it up, bring it up like that. What's wrong with you? I'm back, Rob. <laughs> what was he doing, man? Cuffing us on around like you a clown. Dang. Dang, I don't know what that's about, man. Now, uh, alright. 
So another thing I was thinking about, man, I, I was sick. I was sick last week, and my boss wanted me to go to the doctor, but I'm, I'm feeling better now, and whatnot. Um, but like, why don't doctors send people back to work early? Because like, won't they, they get won't they get more business that way? No, they keep you on. They keep you out for a while, and then they get they get paid because you gotta go back and see their ass again. They know what they're doing. They ain't stupid. And it's good. I wish I was a doctor, man. Because all I would have is women. <laughs> I think you would be a gynecologist. Damn skippy. I'm hoping you are. I'm hoping you have to see working right. I'm like I tell like I tell everybody, when I die in this world, I'll come back as water. Cause it goes down your body good, and when you get ready to piss and come right back out, and when you take a shower, I'm all over your ass again. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. I gotta get, I gotta go in this theater. This man telling me my tickets, but they telling me to open up the theater. Okay, okay. no problem, Mike, man. Well, thank, thank you for spending some Mike. time with us. And uh, we appreciate it. I'll, I'll send you a link when I put the show up. Hold on, what's your name? What's your name, young lady? Jessica. As a man, don't <laughs> never let a man touch your ass around, okay? Because if you do that again, man, look, we'll take it from you. Then you have to find your new one. Remember that. Remember that, David. You like what I said to you, Jessica. You want to be treated like a woman, right? There you go, baby. Get you a real man. Hi, Rob. Hi, right, Mike. Be good, good one, Mike. All right, y'all have a good one. That's All right. All right. I'll Okay, so if you hear any difference in the audios, because Mike had to go. Yes. Uh, but, but uh, we enjoyed them. Thank you yeah. very much, Mike. Oh, my God. That dude's fucking hilarious. Yes, he is. Um, and uh, we were kind of in the middle of a random thought. Now, I was thinking, why don't doctors send people back to work early and give the person some business cards? Because if you go back to work with the flu, chances are you're going to give all your coworkers the flu, and then they can get that shit to uh, give them your business card and say, it sounds like you got a cough. Go see who I so. Yeah, and, and a lot of times the only people that I've realized the only doctors that send you back to work early are the doctors that are actually associated with your company. Like you know how they have like uh, doctors on site and all that type stuff. Yeah. Now they'll send you back early, but your regular doctor like, mm-mm, I'm gonna write your ass out. So I, I, all right. So also I was thinking about this. Uh, I saw a homeless dude in a fly jacket the other day, and I was thinking because he was begging for money. I was thinking like. He should take off the jacket, but then the other thing I was thinking is maybe somebody bought him a jacket because he was begging for money. He looked cold, mm-hmm. so they gave him a brand new jacket, but that shit was fucking up his money. Yeah, because then people think you ain't poor. Yeah, he was not homeless enough to get my money, you know? Yeah. But I was like, you look a little too fresh. You had some fortune lately. You had a new jacket. <laughs> you know? You take that shit off if you want some money. I need you to look... You know, cold for my for my money. 
<laughs> Dance for your dinner. Um... You know, I've been trying to start my own stereotype about white people because, you know, black people had a stereotype that we love chicken and watermelon and, you know, shit like that. Most of us do. Most people do, I think. Yes. Regardless of color. Yes, because it's good. Right. But we get the bulk of that stereotype for some reason. So I want to start a stereotype about white people. and Because white people just don't have any food stereotypes, really. You know, can you think of one? I mean, what do they love that, you know, we're supposed to make jokes on them about? Not too much. I mean, they, uh, well, you know, the the dude on uh, the uh, this, uh, travel channel, he like balls and things like that. Yeah, I, but all white people don't eat balls. No. Not enough of them for us to make a stereotype out of That's it. That's true. Well, then I don't know. Well, I've come up with one. It's cheese. Cheese. Yes, white people love cheese. Black people love cheese, macaroni, cheese, grilled cheese, sandwiches. Right, everybody loves cheese, but everybody also loves fried chicken, but black people are the only ones that get labeled with that stereotype. <laughs> so I want to start a stereotype of white people love cheese. So anytime I see a white person eating some cheese, you know, I just shake my head and go, typical. Just like a white person. Is it a particular brand of cheese? Any kind of cheese. If I see them, <laughs> they eat a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> they want a cheeseburger. You know, if they just want to put, you know, cheese, uh, Parmesan cheese on their on they pizza, I just shake my head at them like, look at you. Nacho and cheese? Any kind of cheese is too much cheese. Wow. Right? I know. It's crazy, but I like that stereotype, and I like having one for my white people so that, you know, we can all be equal on the same plane. <laughs> and, of course, you know, the other stereotype, they love Justin Bieber. Yes, they do, because we went to go see the Green Hornet, and damn it, the line was about a mile long for Justin Bieber. Yeah, it was nothing but white kids out. Yes. Like, it was... Singing, baby, 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 oh. I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah. And in 3D. Yeah, Justin Bieber in 3D, so you can get all the gayness. (laughs) You ain't got to search all in your face. I went to the gas station, and I was trying to get some gas, and I had to fill out all this information at the pump, and it's like, where did gas stations become multiple-choice questionnaires? You know, it's like you're taking a test. Yes. Slide your card, credit or debit. Enter your zip code. Do you want a receipt? Do you want a car wash? Do you, motherfucker, can I get some gas? I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not applying for a credit card right now. I just would like to get some gas. And I remember when they first started that zip code stuff, it used to piss me off. And the thing that made me even mad, I can't bypass it. Right. And I was like, why? And it was like, because they want to be sure that you are the correct card user. Right. But it's annoying as shit. I just want to swipe my car to get my gas. If if a motherfucker's stealing my gas, I will cancel the car. I, it's it's all good. Right. It's just weird that you. I mean, it was cold as shit, and I'm just sitting there. And every time I, I get ready it's to like take the gas out the out the uh you know take the pump out of the uh, slot, it, another fucking question pops up. Is that one more question? Wait a minute. One more. Yeah. One more. One more you know. You know what? I might as well go in for this. Yeah. It's like, what's your favorite color? What does that have to do with my gas? <laughs> Please. It's two degrees. Do you like the smell of gas? What? <laughs> uh, I was thinking uh, Aretha Franklin. I saw that she wants Holly Berry to play her in her biopic or biopic or how you pronounce and it. And even Holly Berry said that she didn't think she was correct for that role. Right. Um, here's what I'm thinking. Why not get the best actress in Hollywood right now 
who I think fits the role perfectly. Same size, same like skin color tone, uh, very talented, you know, making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry. <laughs> I just think, I, you don't think Tyler Perry would make a good oh, Aretha? I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I think Tyler Perry would make a good Aretha Franklin. No? As, as uh, Big Mama. I'm as Medea? Yes. I mean, I get my black comedians and dresses confused, but yes, uh, as Medea. Not Martin. I don't no. think Martin could be a good Aretha Franklin. I don't think so either. My bad, my bad. I, I think Tyler Perry is, is feminine enough to pull it off, and he's clearly been the best black actress in Hollywood for at least the last five years. Ain't I, making I that money. I can't think of a better actress out there right now. If y'all you know, have a better black actress than Holly, Holly Berry, I mean, uh, Tyler Perry, then let, uh, let know. me know, yes. okay? Um, I went to Google the other day, and they changed the logo every once in a while to, like, celebrate certain days, and uh, they had one that was for Thomas Edison's birthday. Okay. And what I was thinking is, first of all, they changed that shit way too much. Yes, they do. It's confusing. Oh, is this Google? Why is it floating? Yeah. And who gets to decide which days are important and which days are just regular-ass Google days? Yeah, who knows? Like, because I'm hoping that they celebrate, like, Tupac's death on Google, and then they show, like, two bullet holes for the O's. Ah, ah, I mean, who ah. gets to decide what's tasteful and what's not tasteful? That's true. What, we not going to get reminded of how my, uh, one of the greatest rappers of all time was had his life snuffed out, and we still ain't found his killer, and it's been a very, very long time? Like, who? why can't we ah, get that shit? Ah, ah, you know, nobody want to uh, celebrate that, no, I guess. No, what about, what about Pimp's Day? When they have, like, Google with uh, two pairs of thongs in there for those? Yeah, like well, that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't oh. get Google. Google just makes shit up on the fly. You never know what to expect. Yeah, they wouldn't want me doing that. I take that shit every day. I was looking at this Papa John's commercial the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, when does Papa John's just come out and start beating their employees? Because they... They keep saying, like, like the canoe commercials are, you know, of course they tell you, like, we used to be fucked up. Then they show you, like, the new people eating pizza, and it's like people biting into pizza with big, happy, smiley faces at picnics and birthdays and yes. all this shit. And then they always come to this one picture where it's like the box caved in on the pizza, or, you know, somebody uh, pissed on the pizza or something like that. And then, then the the CEO of Papa John's looks at the picture. He's like, "Now see, this should never happen." I thought that was Domino's. Is it Domino's? Mm-hmm. Okay, same thing. Domino's says, "Hey, this is bullshit. This should never happen." Yeah, I'm tired of this bullshit. When is he just gonna walk into the kitchen and just like kick a motherfucker in the chest, Lord? You know what I'm saying? Like, who fucked up this pizza? Things a goddamn game. Did you see our commercials? This ain't a game. It used to be ketchup and cardboard. Now we are trying to change shit. And John Thompson in uh in Riverdale, Indianapolis or Indiana, is not getting his fucking pizza right. I will fuck you up. You think this is a game? I will take this tomato sauce and put it all on you. Yeah, if you want me to believe you, I'm going to need you to comb their hair back. I'm going to need you to go in there and stick one of their arms in the pizza oven. And be like, whose fucking pizza is this? This shit was late. 
Domino's, we will have your shit right. That would make a much better ad. Yes, that I would. I would eat that shit. And then. then they had the one where it's like the tracker and all that type stuff. But it is. That's a Domino's commercial. I used to okay. work for Papa John's. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, Papa John. You still cool with us. So yes, my bad. you are. Karen loves y'all shit. I do. All right, well, let's do some articles. Yes, sir. It's Valentine's Day, and I think this is kind of a fitting article to talk about. For some couples, economic indicators say split. So that looks like, you know, the economy is causing people to divorce or break up or whatever. I thought they would stick together because when you separate, that's less for everybody, ain't it? I agree, man. But you never can tell with these fools. Uh, let me go ahead and get into reading this. In a grim sign of the economic recovery, the divorce rate, which dipped during the recession, appears to be on the rebound. Divorce is expensive, so the, so the economy tanked. A lot of unhappy couples decided it just wasn't the time to split. Some held off when they couldn't sell their home. Federal figures suggested the divorce rate fell about 7% between 2006 and 2009. Isn't that funny, though? The economy dropped. And only 7% of, of people, extra people decided, uh, maybe we'll wait. Like, it would seem like if the economy dropped, there would be way more people, but only 7%. So, people yeah. still hated the shit out of yeah. each other. Look, I can't stand you no more. You got to go. Yeah, I don't care if I don't have a job. I know. Uh, this div- box is better than your cranky ass. <laughs> and divorce lawyers across the country saw businesses dry up. I know they did. But that's changing. I would say that over the last six months, the activity in our firm has probably picked up 20 to 25 percent, says Sandy Ain, a divorce lawyer in Washington, D.C. In fact, Ain is getting so many calls that he can't handle them all. He sees several reasons for the uptick. One is the credit markets are actually loosening up. Banks are starting to lend money again. So so they have to borrow money to get divorced. Like, how much do you hate, like, that's so funny, like, so many couples start out taking a loan to get a wedding that they probably can't afford, you know, get, taking out all this credit for a house, cars, things like that, and next thing you know, you're taking out credit to break up. Yeah, because I think for a lot of uh, people, when it comes to uh, divorce, depend on the stipulations, a lot of times depend on what you guys have, what you guys own, one's buying the other one out, right. one say, okay, you can have this, but I want this, you know, and then one, things like that, and then you start talking about uh, alimony payments, and mm-hmm. child support payments, and spousal payments, and I'm pretty sure that can add up after a while. Yeah, it's like, I would leave your ass, but when I get my credit rating up. You know, oh, yeah. I got to pay off two more credit cards and your ass is out of here. Yeah, I got to get in 700 before I leave you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that means someone can borrow money to buy out a spouse, mm-hmm. to pay for one's share of the house, for example, or as is common for business owners, to give a spouse his or her legal share of the family enterprise. Yep. Another big change is that the stock market has nearly doubled from its darkest days. When the retirement funds and savings accounts are fatter, people feel more secure striking out on separate lives. Finally, there is simply pent-up demand. So, when a person is ready to have a divorce, they generally don't like it to take two or three or four years to get finished. Um, So, I think there's part of the population who just doesn't want to wait anymore. So, they just finally was like, I can't take it. Yeah, and it also depends on your state. Uh, some states, you have to be legally separated, living like in separate homes for a certain period of time before they will even begin the paperwork. 
Wow. Yeah. Because they want to be sure that y'all, because some people separate, get back together, separate. Right. They say they don't want that. They say you got to be out the same house. Y'all can't be fucking if y'all want the divorce. Right. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, it says if a person receives a business, for example, and the other person receives a house, the value of the two asset, assets is extremely important in determining what else happens. That's because the aim is often a 50-50 split of a couple's assets. So if, say, a man receives a business that has declined during the recession, giving it less value, he's likely to get to keep more of the couple's other assets. And that property settlement is final. There's no redoing it once the economy rebounds and that business or house is worth a lot more. I, I agree with that. So that really does, that probably would hinder a divorce because, you know, if you're getting divorced and he has the business and you had a house, you would be like... No, but when the economy comes around, the business will be doing better, and the house is going to still, you know, be about the same, and the dude's like, fuck that, you know? Um, man, divorce is so contentious, baby. Let's stay together. Please. <laughs> when I get this credit up, maybe I'll change. Yeah, I get about eight, eight, you know, 800, 900, you know, I, I, well, I don't know if we go that high, but 850. <laughs> I might be, might have to go on somewhere else. Yeah, now I'm in divorcing rage. Yes. <laughs> Vicken says there's something else to consider. It used to be that if your ex-spouse took over a joint credit card or mortgage after a split, the bank or lender would take your name off the contract. But Vicken says that they've largely stopped doing that since the recession hit. They want to be assured that they have two people they can go after for these debts. So if the other person defaults on it, you may not even know that. And yet, your credit is going to be affected, and eventually, you're going to have to get that phone call about the huge debt that hasn't been paid. Fuck that. Get that shit in your own name. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you really can't make the bank do it, though. I mean, if they won't do it. I mean, like, for the house, that's one thing. But for credit cards and things like that, you know how people have that? That's what they're talking about. Um... And I understand, you know, maybe like one car in both your names, right. but I know a lot of times, and maybe it's just my personal opinion, a lot of times people get married, they get everything locked up together, but you do need something separate. Right. And when you do that, and like they said, because so many people were names were getting taken off, they couldn't get one person, they couldn't go after the spouse. Oh, okay. And that's that's what they're saying. They said if we had a joint account, we get divorced. My name comes off because we ain't no longer together. Right, but they're not doing it now because the banks are saying, no, we're not going to take your name off. Yeah, because the Motherfuckers banks... losing jobs and shit. We want our money. We don't care which one of y'all pay it for it. And that's not fair if we're not together. I shouldn't have to continue to pay your shit and we ain't together. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying, it's. I see why the, it's, it's the bank that's deciding. Oh, yeah. You know that, what I'm saying? It's not I, the person deciding, like, fuck you, I want you to stay on this card. No. It's the bank saying, like, fuck you, I'm not taking anybody off this shit because I want my money. And I understand from a financial perspective the bank saying that. Yeah. But at the same time, that's why certain things, it needs. It, it just doesn't need to be joined. Yeah, well, that's crazy, man. People can't make it through the recession. Yeah, the bank like, fuck your recession. We know we don't care. Neither one of y'all working. We still want our money. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, the economy comes back and all of a sudden motherfuckers is like, all right, time to break up. All right, kids. Um, Colby College professor resigns. Students claim he put hidden cameras in the bathroom on a trip to China. A oh. Yeah. A tenured economics professor is out of a job after he was accused of setting up a hidden camera to take photos of female students in the bathroom. 
According to Maine Today, Philip Brown hasn't been charged with anything yet. Court documents say Brown's troubles began in China, where he was chaperoning a trip when two students using a computer tried to retrieve a file that they had accidentally deleted on the group share computer. They allegedly found pictures of a female student nude from the waist down. Damn, he was creepy. He looks creepy too in his yes, picture. Yes, he looked like Chris Hansen. I'd have been like, come on, come on, sit, sit right here. Yeah. It's your cookie and your sweet tea lemonade. And why did he decide to take this picture of himself not smiling? Like, right. I, I don't trust that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm making a frowny face. So what did you think you were doing, professor? Yes, you're when not you, scaring anybody. Well, you took this picture. Did you really think about this all the way through? Like, what if I ever get in the paper for being a creep? <laughs> Now I look creepy on purpose. Yes. Like, I don't know. Anger creep. Mr. Brown explained that he felt the students would be more comfortable asking... Oh, wait, hold on. The newspaper reported Brown's scheme was to place the camera in the bathroom began with him asking a student if she would be in charge of the first aid kit during the trip. Mr. Brown explained that he felt the students would be more comfortable asking her for medication. Okay. What they got to do with pictures? But the box he gave her wasn't just a first aid kit. After the students discovered the scandalous photograph, they realized that the first aid kit also contained a surveillance camera inside a black box. Damn. When the students reported the incident, college officials confronted Brown by phone and he, report, he reportedly admitted he had taken the pictures, telling them that it was his first time that he had ever done this. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't believe that That's shit. That's what they all say. Right. Uh, back in the state, meanwhile, he's like got the uh, the angle just right. He's got like the 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 the, the uh, color schemes and lighting. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's professional at yeah. this. This is the first time I've done this, but all yeah. the shots are perfect. Yes, on a trip to China, this might be the longest trip you've done this on, but you've done this before, Mister. It, let's see, back in the States at his dismissal meeting, Brown reportedly told officials he had, in fact, recorded students in the bathroom before yeah. during a previous school-sponsored trip to China. Wow. Wow. So he went to China to get freaky. Wow. According to the Kobe Echo, the student newspaper, his resignation came only a few months after he had earned tenure. Wow. So he got tenure and he was wilding the fuck out. Um... Brown, according to the student newspaper, uh, was well-liked, but his quick exit left many behind believing the rumors that had been floating around the small main school. Philip Brown is definitely the type of guy who would put up a fight if he were getting fired. A former student of Brown uh, who wanted to remain anonymous told the student paper. Of course. So I have to imagine that he probably he's probably pretty guilty of whatever he's been accused of, given that he resigned so quickly. Wow. wow. That is a freaky dude. Wow. Um, here's another article. It's a good one, you know, concerning, uh, you know, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Cool. Uh, here's Michelle Obama's advice for couples this Valentine's Day. Laugh with your partner. She says it's what uh, she and President Barack Obama do. It seems to be working. Their marriage, although tested throughout the years by his political ambitions for the Illinois Senate and the U.S. Senate and later president, is going on 19 years. I think a lot of laughing, the first lady said Tuesday at White House luncheon with reporters who asked about Obama's union, uh, the Obama's union. I think in our house, we don't take ourselves too seriously, and laughter is the best form of unity, I think, in a marriage. It is. You think it is, too? Mm-hmm. We laugh a lot. Like, like if people really knew how much we 
laugh in this house. Y'all just get a glimpse of it on the podcast, but we do. We sing and then quote off. We watch a lot of movies, which people know on Twitter, but we like quote lines back and forth to each other and can finish them off and things like that. So it's a lot of laughter in this house. Yeah, and I also think, you know, laughter does say a lot about people. Um, And I bet the Obamas have a lot to laugh about. You know, they probably read the paper and they're just like, Sarah Palin said some dumb shit again. (laughs) She was almost vice president. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, <laughs> Can you believe they almost voted a man in that couldn't even raise his hands past his elbows? <laughs> Honey, look at this shit. <laughs> uh, so we will find ways to uh, uh, we will find ways to have fun together, and a lot of it's private and personal. But we keep each other smiling, and that's good. Um, she says that Obama is very romantic. He remembers dates and birthdays, Mrs. Obama said last week on Live with Regis and Kelly. Say he remembers with hell? Yeah, he got a staff of 45. Somebody gonna be sure he don't forget shit. <laughs> he doesn't forget a thing, even when he, when I think he is. I'll give him a little, uh, I'll, I'll have a little attitude. I'll give him a little attitude, but he always comes through. Gotta keep the romance alive, even in the White House, she said. Hey, he, with the staff of 45, believe you me, he knows three days in advance if he don't remember somebody's handing him a box and say, go in there and talk to your damn wife. Right. <laughs> yeah, them the people, you ain't forgetting shit. Every man would be romantic with a, with a staff of people around him That's all the time. right. As for Valentine's Day on Monday, the first lady said her husband would do right by giving her jewelry. You can't go wrong, she said. But Mrs. Obama also said she doesn't fuss too much over that day. Over the day that's about celebrating love and affection between couples. Last year, Obama spent Valentine's Day at Camp David Presidential Retreat in Maryland. 2009, their first year in the White House, they went home to Chicago and enjoyed a quiet dinner at a table... 52, a traditional southern restaurant owned by Art Smith, the former chef of Obama, pal Oprah Winfrey. Uh, how would they celebrate this year? Stay tuned. We don't make a big deal out of Valentine's Day because my birthday was uh, the 17th. Uh, so she said the 17th of January, so a month ago she had a birthday. Uh, she noted too that Christmas was just a few weeks before that. So by February 14th, we're kind of tired. Uh, for her 47th birthday last month, the Obamas dined at the Source ce- Celebrity Chef Wolfgang Puck's restaurant in the Museum of Washington. That's cool, man. That, um, you know that she said that that laughter thing is so important because I agree with that. Really, Me too. I think if you can't laugh, you're probably taking shit too serious. And once you start taking shit too serious, life's not fun. I clear it ain't fun. It's it's a lot of funny shit that a lot of people miss because they're too busy taking life too seriously. Yeah. Now, one thing I do take seriously, though, is people who are 30 years old and still on swords. Okay, Will? I know you're listening. <laughs> two injured in Gorbal Street Samurai Sword Fight. So not just one, but two 30-year-old men uh, were injured in a fight in a residential area of Glasgow in which a samurai sword was used. The attack, involving six men, wow, six people, happened on Queen Elizabeth Gardens in Gorbals about, and then they get like, about 10 o'clock at night or some shit. Uh... Strathclyde police said they found a number of offensive weapons, including samurai sword and golf clubs. What is this, a rumble? <laughs> like this is a scene in Anchorman. 
the injured men were taken to the hospital with face lacerations and head injuries, which were not thought to be life-threatening. Wow, all they needed was leather jackets and leather pants. Yeah. Officers are trying to find the four other men involved in the fight and have been carrying out door-to-door inquiries. Uh, this incident occurred in a residential area, and I'm sure people in that area have been aware of the violent attack taking place outside their doors. I would appeal to anyone who may have seen or heard anything. Please get in touch with us. What the hell? The neighbor like, we're going to meet you at 2 o'clock. It's going down, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? It's going down Samurai Jack. <laughs> yes, which was a great cartoon series. A black employee finds noose in his locker after suing the FDNY. Uh, a FDNY electricity electrician who filed a race discrimination who filed a race discrimination complaint against the department in December says a noose was left in front of his work locker last week. Gregory Seabrook, uh, FDNY communications electricity electrician, uh, for nearly 20 years, found the noose Thursday at FDNY facility. They give the address. His lawyer said th- yesterday. There's an ominous message behind it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> die, nigga, die. That's the message behind every yeah. noose a black man has seen. <laughs> like, we will like, hang you. Like, who's, who's giving out nooses with good messages? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like, to, not to black people anyway, but noose to, to maybe some hey, racist white dude would be like, the nigga's gone. You know, but no, there's no <laughs> all messages with nooses are ominous. Um, said lawyer Stephen Jackson uh, of the nearly three foot long noose, which he plans to display at a press conference today and when handing over to authorities. I'm glad that's not basketball player Stephen Jackson because this would not go well. He probably beat his ass with that basketball <laughs> for messing with his client. Yeah. Uh, I'm like Stephen Jackson. The noose is elaborately constructed and tied in, into a monkey knot. Seabrook's lawyer. Really? This, What's a monkey knot? I don't even know what that is. Why I even go extra with it? What is <laughs> a monkey Like people What well, they call a monkey is we gonna call it a monkey knot. Yeah, you can't just hang a nigga. You have to insult him first. Yes. Uh, Let's go back to the African roots. What's an yeah. animal out there? Monkey? Monkey. Go fetch my coon, uh, my coon rope. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they said I used to grow tails, so let's call him a monkey. Yeah, uh, that was a type of weapon used in the flogging knot to beat slaves. It's very thick and very hard and designed to cause injuries. Seabrook, who is black, and four other minority ele- electricians filed complaints with New York State Division of Human Rights, charging that the fire department overlooks minority electricians for overtime opportunities and promotions. Four electricians filed complaints in October, while Seabrook filed in December, the lawyer says. So, wow. A FDNY spokesperson said he had no knowledge of the news uh, incident or the discrimination complaints, which he said I kept private while under investigation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then a lot of times with things, especially things like overtime, those are records. So, yeah. if you got other people getting all this crazy overtime and they ain't getting none, you got lawsuit on your hands. Yeah, man. Uh, Flagler Memorial makes cameo in Reality King's porno. Uh, When Miami-Dade voters agreed to spend $1 million to restore the Flagler uh, Flagler Memorial on Monument Island, Florida, many many hope the beautifying of the country's most revered or revered historic structures uh, would attract new visitors. They probably didn't count on porn stars to be among them. Think Sarah J was there? I'm pretty sure she was. A lushly landscaped island between the Venetian and MacArthur causeways, which boasts, which boasts a 110 foot 
obelisk honoring Florida pioneer Henry Flagler is now the backdrop for an online porn video produced by RealityKing.com. The film shows a redhead credited only as Brooklyn <laughs> showing off what could loosely be described as her acting chops with fellow Thespian J-Mac. Miami Beach officials and at least one local historian are not amused. At all. Who are they aroused? That's a whole other scenario. Maybe they're not in the ass. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not an uninhabited island miles off the coast, Assistant City Manager Hilda Fernandez said. Uh, it's, it's if if let's see, it's in the middle of a very busy bay. You can't go filming pornos in public parks. You can't. Damn. But what am I gonna watch? I know. On February 5th, RealityKing.com posted the adult movie called Island Adventure and credited the posting to Captain Stabbing. The film runs about 50 minutes, including time travel time to the island. The 48 implications of filming a sex scene in the shadow of a soaring obelisk is ripe for debate. Uh, also up for debate, whether the filming broke any laws. Lawrence Walters, an attorney who represents Reality King, said his clients didn't break any rules. Yeah, you they, gotta, they, they just mad because it was a porno. They didn't break any rules? You gotta love the. What is he gonna say? Yeah, we broke the law. Of course he's gonna say they didn't break any well, rules. Well, well, if they got correct permits and all that stuff, now they didn't. Hey, that's all another story. So the, uh, yeah, I'm sure they don't get permits. I've seen these fucking videos. Like, they're just hopping out of vans and fucking in random places and like, <laughs> people walking down the street hoping looking they don't at them. get caught. <laughs> yeah, this is not, they don't have permits and shit. This is not Hollywood. Um, though the state laws prohibit exposing oneself in public, Walter said the rules apply only if someone witnesses the act and that no one did. And I've seen ones where wow. people did witness the act. Where, like, dudes, like, they go to a construction site and she's sucking dick. And, like, dudes are walking around, like, taking pictures with their cell phone and shit. Because they're like, look at this shit. Like, uh, clearly these uh -huh. motherfuckers are lying. Um, <laughs> the last thing I want to do is create problems, he said. Noting that the Reality King crew are good corporate citizens who donate to charity. It was apparently produced on a deserted island with no people around to witness the filming. Okay, he, I feel what you're saying. He's saying that after the fact. He's yeah. lying. He's lying. They didn't get caught, so he's making shit up. Uh, Miami's Beach film and event, uh, Graham Winnick, Miami Beach's film and event production manager, said any commercial venture needs a permit to film in the city, but a permit for a movie involving a pornographic scene at a public park would not have been granted. Of course. I can say without even looking in my files that we did not permit that. <laughs> <laughs> Winnick said Allen Adventure was hardly the first pornography film within city limits without a permit. We occasionally get calls, but it's rare that uh, they actually fulfill permits. Uh, he said the the uh, the unusually it's it isn't an issue between adult films are generally shot. It isn't an issue because adult films are usually shot indoors. That's right. Unless a neighbor complains, no one is the wiser. But Island Adventure was shot at a city park during daylight hours while it was open to the public. Oh, well, damn. No it, wonder. Yeah, I've seen these videos. I wow. know that they're not lying. They they did this shit. Uh, it was posted for a for-profit website just two days after the city commissioners discussed ways to curb illegal drinking and disruptive parties on the island, which was a growing reputation as a party spot. Even the waters around the island are Tracking debauchery, according to Venetian Island resident who later, who last summer complained to the city that a charter boat for swingers was docked next door. Fernandez said the city is looking into allegations. Uh, oh, they getting it in the water, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just 
I don't know, man. It just seems kind of, you know, like, yeah, they violated the law. They didn't get caught, so they're leaving it at that. But there's video evidence. Like, you filmed this. Yeah, how about this? <laughs> how about I look at the fucking video that's on your website and use that? That's the, no one witnessed it. Everyone witnessed it. Anyone who pressed play witnessed it. <laughs> the cameraman is a witness. Yes, he is. You recorded a crime, dumbass. <laughs> Not that I want them to shut down Reality Kings, but shit. Don't be stupid. Anyway. Theft by finding. Woman who took uh, potato waffles and pies thrown out of thrown out by Tesco is tar- handcuffed and charged with stealing. A woman was handcuffed and treated like a hardened criminal after she helped herself to food worth 200 euro that had been flown away by te- thrown away by a Tesco store following a power cut. Dozens of people could not believe their luck after the outlet of the supermarket giant bagged up thousands of pounds of spoiled stock and left it out in the street. Sasha Hall, 21, helped herself to potato waffles, pies, and ham from outside the Tesco Express in Great Badal, Essex. I mean, they were going to throw it away. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, so you think she, it shouldn't be a crime? I mean, I could see if she kicked in the front door, busted in, and said, give me these damn waffles, bitch. No, y'all <laughs> throw this shit in the trash can for rats to eat it. But she was stunned when police arrived at her home and arrested her for suspected theft by finding and took her to the station at handcuffs. Theft by finding? There was a 3,000 euro worth of food going to waste on the street, she told SX Chron- the SX Chronicle. Uh, it hasn't, it had been thrown out so I thought I could put it to better use. Yes. When the police came around, I was so upset I felt like a terrible criminal. The shop worker said the supermarket, which has the motto, Every Little Helps, uh, should have been pleased that the food would be put to good use. Oh, now you sound like a country little whore. Oh, you should have been pleased I took your food. It's being put to good use. You said... I saw your commercial. You said, you said, put it to good use. Every little bit helps. Um, she said, I think the police have better things to do with their time than going after people who pick up potato waffles from the street. It's all been blown totally out of proportion. I agree. I love when people say police have better shit to do at their time. No, they don't. Look, y'all been watching too much CSI Miami. Everything is not a major case. Sometimes police have to do shit like pick you up for staking food off the street. Okay? No, all police aren't Matlock or whatever the fuck, okay? It's not the shield every night. A lot of police shit is boring and paperwork and routine shit like giving out tickets. Well, I know they're pissed they had to do paperwork about waffles then. I guess so. Like, somebody's probably raping somebody while you're giving me this ticket. Well, then slow your ass down. You are (laughs) racing the police's time. Uh, Tesco clearly did not want the food. They dumped it out rather than see it go to waste. Uh, I thought it could help me feed my family for a week or two. A week or two. Wow. That's a lot of food she stole in. Miss Hall from Great Badal said she was shocked by the way police dealt with the incident. They knocked on the door and said if I didn't open up, they would use a battering ram. They handcuffed me and treated me like I was a hardened criminal. And we were left. And when we left, they raided my house. Yeah, I'm sure she was like flushing me like waffles down the floor by the toilet. You ain't taking me, couple. What was she yeah. doing? Hitting them with a chick? Come on. <laughs> they, uh, 
Uh, I haven't got lots of money. I only make 600 euro a month. I'm on the brink of getting kicked out of my flat because I can't pay my arrears. A Tesco spokesman said, we are assisting the police with their inquiries. We seek to minimize waste in all our stores and where possible, we'll seek to reuse and recycle it. Ms. Hall, who works part-time at a rival supermarket, is to appear at the magistrate's court February 16th, charged with theft by fining. That's a waste of fucking time. I'm sorry. Well, let me say this, Karen, because I, it sounds like we don't agree. Mm-mm. I think... If you take food that they have thrown out of a restaurant because it's gone bad, it is a crime. You should not be able to do that because what if you feed this food to your, sam- to your family and it has like botulism or something that, you know, it's so, it's rancid meat or something because you don't fucking know why they threw it out. Like you're just uh, free food. I'm going to give it to my people that I love. Yeah, because it's free out here on the streets and nothing could possibly be wrong so if this same bitch would have fed her kid and her kid dies of fucking food poisoning i guarantee she sues tesco like uh, they they serve food with food poisoning or some kind of way they would try to put this back on the restaurant like why didn't they lock the food up when they threw it out or some shit where it's like your fault yeah because yeah i mean to an extent i i understand that but at the same time I see what you're saying. I'm like this. Don't put it out there if you don't want people to scramble, ramage through it. But then put it in a dumpster. Put a wrap around it. Because yeah, if you put it outside, people are going to grab it. Well, I think this article may be biased. Because uh, they don't... They, they, I can tell by the slant on what they say. Oh, they just put mu- a whole lot of food out in the street. No, they probably put food in the fucking dumpster. I would guess. I would guess they probably put okay, it in the trash okay, okay. area behind now, the store. Now, 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 now. But this bias-ass article, even from the way this fucking chick is talking. Uh, you know, I didn't think I'd be a hardened criminal. They were going to batter my door down. Now, 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 if it was something, like you said, which is true, the way the article was written. If it was something where they had stuff in their company-owned dumpsters that they know you should not be able to go through that. Now, I feel you on Yeah, that. it's trash. You don't get to just... Yeah. Even if even if it's trash, you don't get to go, especially with food, just fucking pick it up. You don't know why the food is there. And you can't set a legal precedent for motherfuckers to just pick up shit like that and use it. And not to mention, you know, it is... It would be in direct competition with their products in the store. So, like... Oh, if, okay, okay. Because okay, we threw out a batch a bad uh, soup doesn't mean you get to fucking go get the soup out back and then meanwhile go in the fr- and we can't yeah, sell the food yeah, soup up front things have expiration dates yeah. and all kinds of things if like that, that was the case I just sit out the back of a good I'm just going to the roof Chris and sit in the back and wait for the steaks to come out you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, no, it don't work like that. No one would go to Ruth Chris. And the thing is, also, many of these restaurants and stores actually do give their surplus to, like, homeless shelters and things like that. So whatever happened... Where she should have went if she needed the assistance. Right. And whatever happened was so catastrophic, they just threw the shit out. Like, they didn't That's even try to give it to food, something. Yeah. So, so who the fuck? She's a dumbass for getting the food. She is yeah. stupid. No, I, you should okay. not get I, food I, out the trash to feed your family. With, I agree with you on that. And they painted her like a fucking victim. No, you're a fucking thief. Everyone didn't get the food. They not banging down the door to everybody's house. And you yeah. got enough to feed your family for two weeks, you greedy ass bitch. That's a lot. Oh my god. I said, you know what? Just for the sure amount, I understand. Like, the amount is so yeah. much. It, I mean, it's, 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 put it like this. If she would have, if they would have died from botulism, 
people would have been like, Tesco is somehow responsible for this shit. Why didn't they oh, keep her from getting the food? Why didn't she, they call the cops after she stole the food? When she shouldn't have touched it in the first place. No! Yeah. Stay the fuck away from the fucking food in the trash! What's wrong with you? Um, anyway, man. Uh, this is the last story. Bottom implant op kills hip-hop girl. And this is sad. Because Nicki Minaj definitely, in my opinion, has a fake ass. And uh, people really fawn over that shit. I'm not attracted to women with implants in their ass. It's just not for me. Uh, yeah, I, I like natural. There's nothing wrong with fake. I'm, I'm in the natural. I mean, it, uh, for the ass specifically, you know, titties, I can take a leave. Sometimes they look good. It really is a case by case. Ass, no. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop. There's some dude who will fuck you. It's okay. And also, how about try being good at rap? As opposed to just having a fat ass and having a rap album. Anyway, this is a British wannabe hip-hop star, Claudia Adaratini, who died of an illegal cosmetic procedure to enhance her bottom uh, when uh, when it went tragically wrong. The university student, so she was actually in school, so she should be smart enough not to do this, flew to Philadelphia, the United States, for silicone jabs to increase the curve of her buttocks. But Claudia of Hackney, East London, sir, uh, suffered chest pains after the injections and died in the hospital. U.S. cops are investigating. She, we want, uh, she wanted the jabs because she thought jabs must be shots or something. Yes. She thought having a bigger bottom would make her famous. Uh, her heartbroken pal said. Claudia was desperate to transform her image with cosmetic surgery so she could appear in music videos. Friends revealed her confidence uh, had dipped after she was dropped from a previous promo because her booty was too small. But the thousand euro procedure carried out in a budget Philadelphia hotel ended in disaster when Claudia suffered agonizing chest pains and died. Did this just say carried out in a Philadelphia hotel. A budget Philadelphia hotel. She wasn't even at the hospital. Nope. She was at the hotel room. Are you serious? Yeah, and it only cost a thousand euros, and maybe that's why. Yes. Talent agent T. Ali met the university student, stage name Carmela London, uh, when she filmed a video. He said she often wore special padded trousers to give the impression she had a shapelier backside. Wow, she was obsessed with not having a big ass. Uh, she was a dancer and a choreographer. She loved to dance and had a drive to be famous. The problem was she didn't have no butt and she wanted a butt. She want, she went to an audition for one video shoot wearing fake booty plants and she got all the attention. She's like wearing a prosthetic from like uh, that chick in the Reno 911 and shit. <laughs> but when they found out that it was fake, she didn't get asked back. It's such a shame. She's a victim of all these girls trying to be perfect. Uh, she thought if she had a big booty, she would have been in better videos and been more famous. Claudia is thought to have traveled out last November to have a buttocks enlargement operation. Uh, she jetted off again with three friends to have her top up in, her top up injections, which she was given last Monday. So did they do that in the hotel too? Police said her and her pals checked into the cheap Philadelphia hotel to have the illegal procedure. I love how they went to a cheap hotel. Like, this isn't happening at the fucking expensive hotel. Like, even a hotel is cheap. What do you expect the surgery will do? Wow. 
But almost 12 hours after receiving the injections in her rear, she began, she began complaining of chest pains and was rushed to the hospital. She died at 1.32 a.m. on Tuesday. It is suspected she may have been injected with industrial silicone, normally used as a sealant, instead of the more expensive variety used as uh, enlarged breast enlargements. For legal breast enlargement, I'm sorry. So, they put the same silicone for your titties in your ass? Which makes that seems weird. Which kind of makes sense. Ass don't feel like titties. Like, no. It is a difference, because you know? They, they've improved it over time. So, now it was almost like a gel. Versus uh, before, it used to be like a... A bag or something? Yeah. Uh, because remember, it was big time. One of the wrestlers fell and hers busted or something yeah. like that. But now it's more like a gel. It is suggested that... It's suspected that she may have injected with... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It is also thought the substance was mistakenly injected into a vein. So that's, there you go, that's what happened. The U.S. cops were last seen seeking the doctor, quote unquote, who left after giving the jabs in the room 425 of the uh, Hampton Inn Hotel near the Philadelphia airport. Um, some reports claim the suspect was a transgender woman, a man living as a female. Detectives yesterday quizzed a female recruiter they believe set up her meeting with uh, Claudia. Officers had earlier raided the fixer's New Jersey home, seizing computer files, emails, and phone records. Last night, Claudia's sister, Toomey, said she uh, said her family from Nigeria were deeply shocked and had known nothing about her plans for surgery. Man, so this is just sad all the way around, man. I, I mean, I'm not going to read the rest of this, but seriously, man... Everybody can't have a big old ass, alright? Oh, and everybody can't have big teeth. And there's a dude that likes you. I guarantee there's plenty of dudes that will fuck you regardless. Yeah, right. I'm. I, the women do not understand the power of the pussy. It's very, very powerful. And a lot of times, your, 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 your titties and ass would get overlooked if you got a pussy. I don't even think that your, your vagina is that much powerful. I mean, there's plenty of vagina on the street. Like, yes, it ain't like, you know, it ain't like the shit is. The, the ring and the Lord of the Rings. like No, it's not that. but I think, People are giving it away. Yeah, but I think a lot of people put so much emphasis on it that it kind of makes people go cuckoo. Like, Look, what's powerful is you. That's Believe true. in your fucking self. That's true. You be powerful. Don't worry about how much ass you got and getting fake titties and risking your life in a hotel. If you can't afford to get the shit done right, don't do it. It's okay. You know? It's okay. It is our save up. You have enough money to get your credit right, you can go get your divorce, and then you can go take the rest of the money and get you some ass implants. Done in, right in a, in in a some, sterile environment <laughs> with a real doctor. Yeah. It's like cum on the sheets and you're still you're, you're laying on top of that dirty ass sheet uh, getting your ass cut. Anyway. No, thank you. So uh, this episode was brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. You know, make sure you go and visit their website, shadowdogproductions.com. Um, I also have a link to their site. Uh, in our sponsor section on our website, so make sure you guys check them out. Um, and of course, uh, you can always contact us, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Go to theblackouttips.com, click on the donate button, visit our sponsor, please. Um, don't forget, 
email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Call the show, 704-557-0186. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. All right, man. So I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode. And, uh, you know, thank you to DJ Mike Hitman. Yes. Uh, Go to DJMikeHitman.com. You can check him out and see that picture of crazy-ass LaShonda. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're going to want to know what she looks like. I know. All right, so until next time, uh, I love you and uh, happy Valentine's Day. You, you too. Are you going to pad? Man, the scene was so thick. Low riders, 77 severe, L dogs, them but them blacks. All the players, all the hustlers. I'm talking about a black man having him. It's beginning to look a lot like wood Follow my every step Take notes on how I crept I'm about to go in depth This is the way I creep my season Here's my get to rep I kept to say the least No, no, it can't cease So I began to piece my two and two together Got no snowy weather Have to find something to do better bet I just have to shut up that Nonsense about some solid, solid I got sick, park if it ain't real, ain't right I'm like no matter what the season Forever chill with Smith I said my fifth I chill with West and got my reason So tell me what did you expect You thought I'd break my neck To help y'all deck the, the, Oh no, I got nothing means of celebrating I'm getting blizzard at Hojo I got the hoochie waiting I made it through another year Can't ask for nothing much more It's outcast But the books I thought you knew So now you know Let's go
All right, we appreciate it, Mike. Thank you for making time for us, Mike. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get into the show. Let's go. Um.